Hey mamas, thank you for tuning in to the Brown Skin Mom podcast. On today's episode, we are talking about representation and what that looks like for black children and black families. My guest today is Dr. Cassandra Henriquez, aka Coach Cass. She likes to be called Coach Cass, y'all. She is the founder of the Real Love Network and the author of the bestseller, Princess Zara's Birthday Tradition. Coach Cass teaches professional women who are super busy and driven how to have happy and fulfilling love lives. She has been featured in Women's Day, Essence, and Fast Company. You can find her jamming out to reggae and soca with her husband, Andy, and her daughter, Ava. Be sure to follow Coach Cass on her social media profiles, Inspire Many and Zara and Ziggy. Inspire Many to get the latest on how to live your best love life and Zara and Ziggy to keep up to date with all the things new with Princess Zara. Welcome Coach Cass to the podcast, mamas. All right. Hello, mamas. We have here this morning on the Brown Skin Mom podcast, Coach Cass of Inspire Many. How you doing, Coach Cass? I'm doing well, girl. Hello to all the mamas, mamas, mamas out there. So excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Um, So today we are talking about representation and -hmm. representation for our little brown girls. Um, which is extremely important, both of us being mothers of little brown girls. Um, So the mothers have, of course, heard a beautiful um, introduction about you, Um, but I'm going to ask you to tell us some things about you that we may not know. Give us a brief intro yourself. Okay, so I am a love coach for professional women, and I often get asked the question of why in the world will you start an entire children's series party set, all the things And there's something about being a mom, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that when you became a mom, you became an event planner, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And and literally when my daughter's third birthday was coming up, it was a big deal because now Mm -hmm. she knew what a birthday party was. Y'all all all know, know, we kind of slid with the first and second birthday. Right. (laughs) Mom, who is my party? And she (laughs) wanted a princess party, right, Crystal? And and that's really what started this whole thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. So um, I take it that the, uh, your daughter wanting the princess party inspired you to create Princess Zara. So tell us a little bit about that. Let me tell you. So when I went to the store online, all the things, I couldn't find a little brown princess mm-hmm. party set that represented my daughter. I was like, wait a second. Like I couldn't even find a Tiana set. So many people were like, oh, well, what about Tiana? Couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is, this is a little bananas in today's day and age of the one click and check. Mm-hmm. So um, I decided to pay attention. And when she went to the doctor's office, they give her a sticker and say, baby girl, this is my favorite princess. You did such a great job today. But that princess never looked like her. I was like, mm-hmm. what? When I went to the department stores and literally I went to the department store two days ago and mm-hmm. still don't see it, right? So this mm-hmm. is now two years later. Um, I went into department nightgowns and just paraphernalia with a black somebody on it and couldn't right. find it. I found a purple vampire, I found a pink, I found a girl with blonde hair, freckles. What is going on? So literally right. that's what started my, my journey to create Princess Zara, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I can definitely relate because I know um, we wanted to have a mermaid party. Mm. So finding 
just like you said, finding a black princess that resembled your daughter, finding a mermaid or anything was kind mm -hmm. of like, okay, well, let's shoot for a unicorn. Let's, you know, and to be some different some kind of animal. animal, some mythical animal that you, you know, you'll never see. So I can definitely relate, definitely relate to that. I do know of somebody that does have a black mermaid so I'll, I'll still send that to you and i please do because i think i saw that and yeah. um we have a and that's what i ended up doing for my daughter's uh birthday was a black mermaid that year and okay. then by the next year we did have the the party set which is okay cool. okay and i'm sure she loved it oh my gosh <laughs> girl i cried i was like oh my gosh look at that all in there yeah <laughs> just the mama feels got all in there <laughs> oh, oh my so what does Princess Zara represent? Okay, so when I first showed my daughter a picture of Princess Zara, cause I was like, you know what? Let me just create a character. I'll put it on a poster. I'll put it in her room and that'll be mm -hmm. it. And I remember showing her a picture and I was out to lunch with my white girlfriend and her husband and me and my husband mm -hmm. and my daughter. And I showed her a picture from my phone. I said, baby girl, what do you, what do you think? Like, what do you think about this princess I have here for you? And she's like, mommy, I don't, I don't, I don't want that one. I want the other one. Wow. I want the white one. Wow. Yeah. When I say I cried, my girlfriend cried, we all cried. I said, what is happening here? Mm -hmm. I, I, you can see my skin tone. It's just like my family, a mixed blends. I'm Jamaican mm -hmm. out of many one people. So where, where would this come from? And mm -hmm. I started to think of that test back in the day of the black doll versus the white doll. And it was just like, okay, um, those kids all chose the white doll is better, prettier, smarter. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's because their parents told them that, Crystal. I really think it's because in mainstream society, it's not mm -hmm. cool enough. Right. And some people say, oh, what about Tiana? Tiana was a frog. For the majority of the movie. Oh my goodness. Movie. Yes. Yep. For my, that, that like, upset me so bad. And then, you know, just look at all the minorities. <laughs> It's just like, there is no story of a little black princess that is just royal because right. she's royal. She didn't right. have to kiss anybody, marry anybody. She doesn't have a struggle bus story. You know, right. it's, it's like literally this little girl is a little girl that happens to be black that's on a mission to spread love. And mm -hmm. I think what this represents is one, that black children can see themselves as royalty from this mm -hmm. early because racism starts as early as three, according to Harvard studies, yeah. right? So we talk about how we see ourselves, but then also children of other races to also identify Black children as equal, as royal, as just like me, you know? And there's something beautiful about a storyline that features a Black princess, but mm -hmm. all the kids look up to, you know, just right. like my child can love a Elsa, right. you know, like it's not weird for her to have an Elsa birthday party. It's right. not. What about a little white child, Asian child, Hispanic child having a Princess Zara party? What right. about that? And why is that still weird? So literally, I'm, I'm looking to eradicate, to, to shake up, to change the way we see our Black children through a little Black princess. And I, I definitely appreciate it because looking through your website, um, I'm definitely like, we will love to have a little bit of Princess Zara in our house. I think she would love to see Princess Zara, read the book. So we definitely appreciate it. Um, so you already talked about how your daughter um, responded to the, your first um, picture of Princess mm -hmm. Zara. 
um, and how that made you feel. Was there anything that you did maybe, I don't want to say to guide her preferences, but was it kind of like more exposure, maybe opened her up to the possibility that she could accept a princess that looked like her? She knows princess are now. Okay. <laughs> She's my number one advocate. And I'm not, I'm not giving her treats under the table. Right. So, so here's the thing. When you write a book, especially as a mom, right? So I know there might be moms who want to write a book. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing is to let your child see that book. Mm-hmm. And then you like hold your breath and you're like, all right, let's read this book. And, mom <laughs> read it. and you're like, all right, do you like it? And so far she has approved both books. You know, I recently just released my second book that has a prince, you know, because I had all the moms like, what about the little boys? All right, Uh I got you. So (laughs) now we have a a second book. So she is my final editor to this process. And it, and it really makes me, makes me happy. Now, mind you, she still loves some Elsa and Sophia and the rest of the, the characters out there, but Zara is still in there. What, what, what melted my heart is that for Halloween, a part of the the storyline of the new book is um, who to dress up as for the royal festival, and they choose to dress up as the king and queen. You know, the people closest to them, the role models, right? Okay. And she was like, "Mommy, I want to dress up like Princess Zara's mom for Halloween." Oh wow! And Princess Zara. So I had to go scour the earth for like princess dresses that look like the both of them. Mm-hmm. But it just it just worked out so well. And so for me, that made me feel so good. And then she also wanted a Princess Zara birthday party mm-hmm. so for me I'm I'm I'm, I'm on was that cloud nine I'm on cloud yes 11. wow <laughs> wow um let's see um I'm sorry I'm trying to I hear us cutting in and out so I'm trying to make sure we're all good with our sound here okay so one of the things that um I wanted to ask because I know princess Sara. Um, it's not just about representation. I mean, I think that's a major thing, like seeing yourself in characters that look like you. Um, what does representation mean to you as when it comes to our children? So look at it like this. I got tagged in an Instagram post earlier last year, and it was of a little girl, four years old, who had come home crying from her preschool. The children who were white said, I am white and pointed to her skin and said, you are poop. Oh no. And she came home to her mom crying and her mom recorded this. She said, why are you crying? She said, mommy, I don't want to go back to school until I'm white. Oh no. At four years old, that should be the last thing on your mind. My, my child's best friend is half white, half Mexican. My whole thing is like, why do we have to choose? Like you were mm-hmm. born a shade, right? It's a mm-hmm. shade. Like just depending on where your lineage and history is, but you did not choose it unless you are in a tanning bed, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we are all born our shade. So why is that a thing that wow. dictates how we treat other people? So for me, it, it really, the representation really is being able to see everyone as human mm-hmm. and being able to respect folks based on their character and how they treat you versus on the color of their skin. Kind of going back to MLK, I have a dream mm-hmm. <laughs> that one day, right? Wow. Yes, I have a dream that one day, and I'm so sorry that now that day still hasn't come 40 plus years later. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're still, that's something we're still battling with. Um, I have, I guess, a, a story that this, this conversation reminds me of being at a park um, while visiting my mother. And mm -hmm. there was um, a black family having a birthday party themselves. And of course, you know, with the shortage of characters that look like us, what they did was they took boss baby and created a boss, a brown skin boss baby. Mm. And it threw a lot of parents off that were um, at the park with their children that weren't a part of the birthday party. It threw a lot of them off and they couldn't understand why someone would want to do that. Mm. And um, for me, I was, of course, you know, experiencing it. It's, it's clear. You want to see somebody who looks like you and you want your child to see somebody who looks like them to look at a character and attach themselves to them. Um, I was just a, a, the way I see it, right, Crystal, the way I see it is what if when we turn on the television, every character was black, every main character was black, every mm -hmm. t-shirt had a black purse on it, every, mm -hmm. every paraphernalia, every shoe, every book bag, and then a few sidekicks were white, right? A few sidekicks were Hispanic. A few right. sidekicks were Asian. The one character out of the sure. whole show, yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there'd be an uproar, right? Yeah. Because, you know, I get the I get the kickback of like, oh, well, Fancy Nancy has a best friend who's Black, or Sophia has a Black mm -hmm. best friend who's the name. Mm -hmm. Ask your child what their name is. 99% mm -hmm. of the time, the child does not know, know their name. They mm -hmm. have no idea. And I'm like, oh, but what about Brie? Who's Brie, right? I'll be there trying to point out to be like, oh, look at a Barbie. Oh, mm -hmm. look at Nikki. Nikki, oh. look at Nikki. What's Nikki doing? Mm -hmm. Oh, Nikki's so cool. Nikki don't even have a line in the cartoon on that episode. Not, not at all. You're reaching because where else do we see? Like, if I was a white child, I would see myself in everything. everything. So maybe they won't have the same hair, mm -hmm. but still, I would see my skin tone. And you don't realize the power in that mm -hmm. until you don't see it, yeah. right? Until there's a shift. And I had somebody had the audacity to say, oh, the market is saturated because I want Princess Zara to be a mainstream cartoon. Of course, yes. Saturated. I said, I still turn on all my streaming services and I see one main female character that is yes. black and that's Tiana. One. I still don't see another one. Or like um, my daughter is, uh, her new thing is Gabby Stallhouse. Oh, Gabby Stallhouse is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little girl. But all the characters are cats. Right. Cats. Um, so just like my daughter, my daughter still doesn't identify with Gabby because Gabby light. Right. Right. So, right. At that age, they don't understand. My, my daughter, I'm pretty sure my daughter thinks I'm white. Um, mm -hmm. I'm like, she's like, oh, you're just like Miss Bernadette. I'm like, oh, no, really, but whatever. <laughs> like, you know, so like they still don't understand. If you don't look like me, mm -hmm. like I still don't see me when they're mm -hmm. that little. So mm -hmm. Gabby could be white. She could be Hispanic. She's racially ambiguous, but she's right. Right? right. Like they don't get it. Right. Very, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yep. Because we, we do Barbie on mm -hmm. Netflix. And just like you said, Nikki, um, when she was very small, we started off with anything I could find on YouTube. Anything I could find. That uh, a key, did you say Akili and me? Uh -huh. That was our jam. 
that had her counting to 20 at like one. That was our jam <laughs> because the little girl looked like her, was brown skin like her. And so um, with Princess Zara, I know we will definitely, I saw your wall decal Ooh. that you have. I'm like, so where in her room can I put this princess? Cause she has a princess dress. She has princess shoes. Now mind you with Disney princess dresses and shoes, they have pictures of the princess on the dress or whatever. But I'm like, if we can put princess Zara up there, like right by the mirror and then she can, you know, <laughs> right now, right. Right now, you could just, you know, cut a circle out of Princess Zara's face and just stick her. Stick it, look. <laughs> that might that might get me in trouble with my four-year-old. She's she's a quick one. She might be like, oh, wait a minute. Why are you, you changing my stuff, mom? You changing my stuff. Wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. So how can, and we've probably gone over this a little bit, how can mothers incorporate um, more representation into their children's lives, mm. specifically Black mothers? So, so look at it like this, right? I know that the grandparents have been the ones to give us all the white characters and white babies. And, you know, it's like, for some reason, our older generation, they still see whites as best, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, because that's mm -hmm. how they were raised, many of them. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's checking the grandparents to say, hey, I'm all for the diversity. But, mm -hmm. you know, when you're thinking of buying my child something, look for something with a black character. Mm -hmm. You know, like let's let's be intentional of supporting small owned businesses because there's so many to so be many, able yes. to get black characters and people in books. Unfortunately, less than 10% of books have a minority character as a main character. The rest of them are like animals, right? Mm -hmm. So really seeking out good books. Listen, I know what it's like as a mom to buy a book and be like, oh. This ain't it. <laughs> to sit at the store and go through the book. Exactly. You're like, oh, this ain't it. So on my website, I literally put the majority of my book and my husband thought I was crazy. I was like, you don't understand as a mom how mm -hmm. frustrated you get. You you see the title, you're like, okay. And you get the book and you're like, oh, this, this story. Mm -mm. No, me. so, so being, <laughs> so I am, I'm a little bougie, book bougie when it comes to buying <laughs> books for my child now, you know, and then the <laughs> illustrations, are they looking like, um, backwoods, right? Mm -hmm. How are you portraying the black people? So mm -hmm. just look at the, the storylines that you're buying, right? right? And that it's not just the struggle bus because so many of our our stories are about the struggle and how we struggle. Right. Like, yeah, it's cool to know the struggle, but I need you to know something else. Like just right. a regular storyline that has a black character. So just be intentional of that. And then mm -hmm. also buy books that have Asian, Pakistani, mm -hmm. um, white, Hispanic, you know, look for books of different cultures to educate your child. Because the thing I realized is that we're so one dimensional. It's like, my way is the best way ever. Mm -hmm. No, like, let's, let's diversify our bookshelves. So that would be yes. my, my two cents to the moms out there. Just be intentional and actually yeah. try and support um, black party sets versus just Most the definitely. animals on Most Amazon. Definitely. Yes, they might be a little bit more expensive, but understand you're supporting moms. You're supporting mm -hmm. small owned, this black owned, minority owned, all the things. I even did a, um, a workbook right? Coloring and counting workbook. Because mm -hmm. I realized when you go to school, even the coloring sheets mm -hmm. are mostly white characters with white features. It's like, dang, mm -hmm. the worksheets, like, yeah. 
So even did that, you know, and we, we have all five-star reviews. Listen, on Amazon, I have over a hundred five-star reviews. So, you know, it's not just my mama, you know, sometimes right. people look at you side-eyed, like, right. you know, is it, is that, <laughs> is that your mama and them? Like, I can't, right. I, I don't have that many mama and dibs. So, mm -hmm. but when you're supporting an author, a small author, a self-published author, always look to their website first mm -hmm. to see if you could order their books, their paraphernalia through their website directly because Amazon mm -hmm. will take the majority of the proceeds, 70% wow. of the proceeds. Oh, wow. So okay. you know, if you want to support, please do come to the website instead okay. of Amazon. Yes. And we'll definitely get that website from you in just a little bit. So um, just to repeat a little bit of what you said. So, so mamas can tell the grandparents get on board with buying things. Now I have to say my mom, big ups to my mom and any family that has bought my daughter gifts. We have always, my mother has always been being a brown skin mom herself. Even when we were little pointing out oh, that's good. people who look like us. So when I had my daughter, her first doll mm. looked like her any kind of dolls that my mother gets looks like if she comes in with a doll that might be a little lighter than <laughs> the normal my mom is kind of like okay well you have 10 other dolls that look this way you can have that one doll right so definitely um i would say i agree with you get the grandparents on board with um getting dolls and there are you can hop on instagram and see that there are tons of, I won't say tons, I'll say dozens, right. dozens of um, small businesses that create dolls that look like us. So yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, so next one, um, what is, uh, how can we get in contact with you? How can we get uh, Princess Zara um, books and items? all the things. So <laughs> literally everything is Zara and Ziggy. Z-A-R-A-A-N-D-Z-I-G-G-Y. Okay. -G -G and Ziggy is her sidekick. It's her dog. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> he usually sings to a reggae beat. You know, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, when the cartoon comes, y'all, y'all pray with me uh, for this cartoon. I've, I've pitched several organizations, major organizations, and just waiting to hear back. And it's like, come on. Like, as long as I have breath in my body, you know, yes. I really want this to be a mainstream cartoon. Yes. There's something big about that. It's, it's cool for me to throw something up on a, on a website and do it myself, but there's something right. big about it being mainstream. I want you to turn on your streaming service and be like, yeah, hey, gather around, it's Princess Zara time. Yes. Yeah. So at Zara and Ziggy on Instagram, all, all things Zara and Ziggy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And they can find, like you said, you have the birthday party set. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mentioned that there's a, a wall decal that's pretty big. What'd you say? Like two feet, maybe life size um, almost. Like I'm, I'm checking it out. Like, I'm trying to size it. <laughs> like, let me go to the website and tell you, I don't know the measurements of my, of and then my you dome. have, and then we have um, the, the books. Mm -hmm. with a new book a book that recently dropped recently you know. dropped okay yeah, yeah, yeah. the book recently dropped um mm -hmm. so be sure to get that we have a brand new book yeah princess are in the royal festival so the measurements for this is oh see i have it in centimeters 50 centimeters by okay. 70 70 seven okay. centimeters okay and google is our friend so yes. we can always convert <laughs> that <laughs> 
like Stephanie said, Abita, so you get all the like, hearts and you get, um, you get the, the, um, yeah. Okay. It's, it's pretty. Great. It's, pretty it's beautiful. Yeah. I, like I said, I was on the website the past couple of days. Like, okay. So you told us where to find you. How about Instagram? Oh yes. I'm at, at Zara and Ziggy on Instagram. That is the actual page for the book. And if you just okay. want to hang out with me, I'm at inspire many. So yes, inspire I have to name too for Lydia. Okay. And I saw that you, you were a life coach. we like looking at your not life coach, but love coach. Correct. Mm-hmm. I peeped that when you were, um, when I looked at your YouTube. So I was like, of course, a mother of many, many hats as most moms. <laughs> I'm as Jamaican most moms are. <laughs> so many hats, many jobs, not just um, Princess Zara, but many other things. So you can find her um, YouTube, Inspire Many. And of course, the Instagram, she just mentioned Zara and Ziggy and the website ZaraandZiggy.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what, a little fun question, what is something about motherhood that you were not warned about? There's so much, everything, girl. going on here? Um, you know, they say that there's a point where they start to like be independent and mm-hmm. play by themselves. I'm still waiting. Look. That is cracking. Oh, because that is where we're at where we're at they're like at four they start kind of the independent and, and, and it's usually around when I'm cooking dinner and then she's right in the kitchen with me jumping and hopping off the things and I'm like sweetheart I got the big knife out the stove and the oven is on I need you to wear it <laughs> go to your room and color go to your room and but I, I want to play with you yes back when school was open they'd color all the time I mm-hmm. get a new coloring sheet every day and you know what else oh oh no go ahead go ahead you know what else I realized is how easily influenced they are I mm-hmm. feel like it's a life science project right mm-hmm. so big thing so as my daughter was growing up talking about from baby to three and a half years old right before the pandemic right when the pandemic started she hated sand she couldn't stand the beach. Like when we come, wow. when we live in Florida, I'm a beach baby. I'm Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Beach is my happy place. We go to the beach. And when we go to put her down in the sand, she put her legs up and start crying like, oh, oh wow. The beach one day after school with her little friend. Her little friend started playing in the sand and running around. Mm-hmm. Five minutes, my child was running in the sand barefoot and building sandcastles. And wow. from that day, she says, mommy, can we go to the beach? And we've been to the beach a million times. Play in the sand, go in the ocean, all the things from that one time. Wow. Minutes, little girl. So when people say, when now when I look at back, when my mama used to be like, I don't want you hanging with her, mm-hmm. I can see mm-hmm. why. Because even though you feel like you're not easily influenced, your mama can tell in a moment. Right. Wow. I'm trying not to be a hel- helicopter mom. I understand. Look is the Lord's and not mine and I trust yes. him but it's just like oh we it's yes. so scary the five <laughs> seconds that they spend with that little rotten child over there you know right. I mean? you know, we always yeah oh like, mm. 
Yes, we've definitely had some of those influences too, where we have to have talks like, hey, they might might be able to say that, but that doesn't work over here, okay? So yeah, I, I, I get it. And that's, it's a scary thing to see how easily influenced they can be. Really? Very scary. Very she's scary. been around her cousins twice in this whole pandemic and they're boys. So they're on their mm-hmm. video game thing. And all she wants to talk about is, oh, mommy, my video game and video game this. And she knows one of her cousins likes Spider-Man. Spider-Man this. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is not even your thing. But you hang out with your cousin for five seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, video games and Spider-Man. Trying, I think it's just trying to connect trying to find their place in things maybe and knock on wood. Let me find some wood as they get older. <laughs> that's one thing I, I talked to my daughter's father about as she gets older, she, I pray her strong willed mind mm-hmm. takes over. Cause with me, she's very strong willed, but when she has people around uh, her age, she's kind of like, Oh, okay. You like this? Well, I like it too. So just Girl. hoping one like day. We want the sass. We want the strong will. Yes. Nobody else but me. But me. Right. Right. Well, I I am so glad that we were able to talk today. Um, I love Princess Zara. I love everything about Princess Zara. So I'm sure mamas will be excited to um, research and support. Definitely support. Coach Cass and Princess Zara and Ziggy. And what's the prince's name that just dropped? Oh, the prince, Prince Jabari, which Prince Jabari. Yes, Mm -hmm. the fearless Prince Jabari. Um, ZaraandZiggy.com if you um, missed it a little earlier. And you can follow on Instagram at ZaraandZiggy. Yeah, (laughs) ZaraandZiggy. And if you're on Clubhouse, you know, that's the whole new thing. We're, We're at Inspire Many on clubhouse too. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an android user i'm, I'm waiting for them to drop that oh, oh, yeah, oh, like why why are you taking so long like what's going on with your developers let's get it going but <laughs> other things now twitter spaces fan base there's there's a few things popping up to to compete oh good club. good 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 okay well thank you again coach cass i am so excited Thank you, Coach Cass, for being on Brown Skin Mom Podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and so excited for what Princess Zara will do in the future. Mamas, if you are looking to support Princess Zara and all of her adventures, head over to Zara and Ziggy on Instagram and the direct website for books, workbooks, and all Princess Zara merch is ZaraAndZiggy.com. Please support. Um, Thank you for listening. And I will catch you on the next episode. Peace.